is the Sweetie Darling Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Cloutier and Peter J. Lewis. Welcome to the number one LGBTQ podcast covering culture, crap, and current events. What the fuck is happening? Masks should look like undies. Elon Musk is a humanitarian. Not. And fuck, the election is in two weeks. Hi, sweetie. Hi, darling. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good. It's been a while. We've been I'm, busy. We've we have been jobs and jobs and people to movers see. and shakers and moving, moving on up. up. How are things at the cooperative? The cooperativa, they're really good. We've been much, much busier. I will say it's hard in a pandemic to not slip back into old habits or old thinking about things or like there's a limit of people we can have in the store at one time telling people to be socially distant but then you're also really excited because people are in your store and you're spending money you know what i mean so you're like oh i want to be balanced and then i just forget you know and then i'm wearing a mask and like if i'm by myself in the store sometimes i'll take the mask down and i'm just like i can't i don't even remember what this was like before a mask does that make sense it's just so crazy and like people will be like i have to id people when because now we're selling liquor and or wine and beer i have to id people and i have to look at them with a mask on and determine if that's the person and it's just like it's so fucking crazy i guess they have a term for it like pandemic fatigue or you're just sick of it and i am sick of it but i also know that you can't just be like do you know what i mean and then i see pictures of people in vegas just running around town or gays and then i hear and then Parties. I hear on the radio, like the governor's imposed like stricter ga- guidelines. Now you have to wear your mask, blah, 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 and all these other places. And it, yeah, I'm just happy that I have a job where I don't have to wear a mask because I'm at home when I have to go to <coughs> drill or whatever and wear a mask all day. I'm like, oh, I hate this. So having to wear a mask all day at work, I sympathize because that sucks. It's crazy too. And I'm like, and I gave somebody a ride to the bus the other day. And I was like, you know, when I get in my car, it's like the first thing I'm like, take it off and like, and like, and then people with stinky masks or masks that look crusty, I'm just like, they're just like underwear. You got to wash them every day. <laughs> masks or, are just like underwear. Well, you got to wear them like, oh, that's going to be the, the underwear free. That's what Noah's yeah. going to pull out of here, by the way, is masks are I just know. like underwear. That's a good okay. idea. I propose, yeah, you know, like classic jockeys, like tidy whities mm-hmm. and they have the little like slot so your penis can poke through in case you need to pee or whatever. Which uh, I never understood. Have you ever used that? No, but masks should look like that. They should look like tidy whities with like a little like slot, like oh, so you know, like just like little mini tidy whities. See, so like so wearing, I will say, on your face. Oof. I dropped some caramel on my finger because I was doing something. <laughs> and I'm going to tell this story and it's gross because I'm in food service and I understand. But I, I went to lick my finger because I was like, oh, caramel. And I put it right on my mask and like wiped it across my mask. And I, was like, <laughs> I am a fat, fat girl. <laughs> I'm, a oh. fat little, I'm a fat little girl, which is fine. And there's no sexism in that. I'm just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Trying to be very woke. Yeah, you're so woke. I am so woke. Let's talk about the election. Oh, ooh, I want to. I'm so excited. Which one? Oh, no, I, I know which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah, talk I'm talking about, about Bolivia. Oh, yeah. We're talking, about, we're talking about Bolivia now. Bolivia. Did you know Bolivia? Talk- Car- Remember, we talked about Bolivia before. We talk about all the Bolivias. So let's so, start with Bolivia Carmichael. 
I just want to give a shout out to her and I'm saddened to see and hear that CC Slaughter's one of Portland's only gay nightclubs has closed its doors. And so she doesn't have a venue anymore, but she's been gigging. She's been like going on the road with her shows and like, Think good fabulous. for Bolivia. Yeah. Bolivia. We love you. Thank you. You still need to come on the podcast. We'll tag her. Tag her. Bolivia. <laughs> South Bolivia. America. So do you remember, it was like, um, I don't know, how long ago was it? It was either a month ago or five years ago. Yeah. Depending kinda on like overthrew the Morales like, uh, regime and the socialists, you know, and then it's sort of like a right-wing coup. And it was like, oh, it's because they have all this lithium. So yeah, Elon Musk tweeted something about the government stimulus. And he's like, the government stimulus package is not in the best interest of people, in my opinion. Like, thanks, Elon Musk. How much money do you have? Eh? And so someone was like, you know what wasn't in the best interest of the people is the U.S. government organizing a coup against Evo Morales in Bolivia so you could obtain the lithium there. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk is like, we can coup whoever we want. Deal with it. So it was this Twitter thing, you know. But then they held elections and the socialist uh, Louis Arce, A-R-C-E, it's either Arce, which is British for ass, right? Arce, I don't know. Beat Carlos Mesa, the uh, sort of right winger. So the socialists took over. Now Elon Musk can't have easy access to all the lithium. So mm. Tesla stocks went down. Oh, no. Because they need the lithium for the batteries to run the Teslas. Right. My Tesla runs on with hamsters, but go ahead. My, yeah, little tiny hamsters and wheels. But in all fairness, and then Elon Musk, like, we get our lithium from Australia. So yeah, but you get your eyes on the prize. Right. Let's not kid ourselves. You know, there's a reason why we're always meddling in Venezuela. It's not because we care about the people of Venezuela. Well, they're some of the the nicest people we've ever met. I love Venezuelas. Venezuelans. Venezuelans. So that's the story with Bolivia. Bolivia's taking their country back. Yeah. Corporations. You think it'll work? Oh yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, good. I think I Bolivia is pretty stable, and, you know, I think we've tried our misadventures there, and you can only do so much before it starts to look completely obvious. Election 2020. Live coverage from the White House lawn. So the White's our elections. Oh, yes. Are you, are you, are you excited? So I think what's going to be interesting this year is the fact that er- there's so many mail-in ballots that we're not going to be counting them as quickly as we do on normal yeah. election lights. So you know how you kind of sit down and go, okay, CNN's projected winner is, and then you go to bed. <laughs> right. Unless it's 2000. But there are yeah, people who true. are arguing like that mail-in ballots have to be counted the night of the election. And then yeah. there is some- Which isn't possible. Well, there's some court, you know, cases decided, I think, like in New Jersey, other states that where that was a question where they're like, no, as long as they're postmarked on Election Day or turned in by Election Day, they can be counted after Election Day. We've we always have voted by mail. I've never not voted by mail. Yeah. And that's even when I was in Hawaii, I got a absentee ballot from Maine. So I voted by mail. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nader ruined the election again. I mean, you're always don't fun. trust me. Don't trust just, me with these elections. Yeah. I wrote in Clinton this time, so I'm off the hook. You wrote in Clinton, but what are you going to do if your candidate doesn't win? Are you moving? 
I'm moving to, we already discussed this. I know, but it wasn't on this part of the podcast. Patreon subscribers only. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Psilocybin bill, apparently. Oh, is that an Oregon thing? That is. Must be. What is it? So it's uh, to legalize magic mushrooms, essentially. Oh, Jesus. What do you people need? Well, for therapeutic purposes. Right. So it's going to be under a doctor's care and you have to go into the, I mean, don't they already do shit like that? Not with magic mushrooms. Like microdosing? Yeah. Which I've heard stories, you know, in for depression, for like PTSD, for issues like that, that it's really helpful. If you, if you look at remedies like medical marijuana, right? Psilocybin, cocaine, the uh, pharmaceutical industry probably lobbies against those sorts of uh, therapies just for their own self-interest. So it's always like a, a battle between what makes sense and what giant corporations want for us. Right. It sounds like mushrooms and marijuana, they sound natural. And so obviously they're not going to work for you. They has to be manufactured in a plant somewhere in, I don't know, Singapore or wherever they do those things. No, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. Psycho- they well, use cocaine and things, cough drops for children. And- I've used it in my nose a couple times. I don't know if that's <clears throat> Nose fine. candy? Yeah, that counts. It counts, yeah. Medicating. I, yeah, I was, I was very depressed because I was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to continue to drink. <laughs> yeah, do you want to stay up later and to I drink some more? So. To drink some Obviously, more. Obviously, yeah. It's a valid reason. But uh, I think... Trump is sort of encouraging in-person same-day voting so he can pump up numbers on election day. So it looks like, you know, he's winning on election day because I think the conventional wisdom is that mail-in ballots favor Joe Biden and Democrats are, you know, have been more amenable to mail-in ballots and Republicans have kind of been resistant to it because it makes it easier to vote. And if anything makes something easier to vote, Republicans somehow are wholly opposed to it. For whatever reason. Because, yeah. I can't think why. They I can't think of um, making they, it suppressing for minorities to vote would. Suppressing the vote seems to be, uh, yeah, it's a very American, it's a very American, it's very, it's an American tradition. Polling taxes and literacy, literacy tests. tests. Yeah. And, I mean, all of those, I mean, some good ideas, guys, good ideas, white men. But uh, we decided not to follow those. Thank you. Yeah, so then, then gerrymandering, and now we've got, and now, and now just putting the seed of doubt into it so that they can contest it later on down the road if Biden wins a popular vote, but not the da, 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 electoral college again. Oh, it's just going to be crazy. So I don't know how long it's going to take. I just encourage people not to get despondent or listen to, both don't get despondent and don't listen to polls right now. Polls are not voting. Whatever's happened, don't get so comfortable that you're like, oh, we're going to kill him. Just do your fucking part. Yeah, I see that already. And it's funny because, uh, oh, yeah, I remember you said this four years ago. Just yeah. keep that in mind, like the parade of political pundits running across MSNBC mm-hmm. being like, Hillary Clinton has a 100% chance of winning. You know, like literally they're all like, Hillary Clinton has a 99.999% chance of winning, Rachel Maddow. And Democrats are like, oh my God, we're going to win so hard. And uh, surprise, you didn't. And so this time around, it's like, yeah, Joe Biden has a 99% chance of winning, just like four years ago. So keep that. So that's in what your- I'm saying. Yeah, just, just keep 
don't believe the polls. Still vote. Get out there, do your thing. Polls are not voting. I'm just going to be happy when it's over because I am sick of it. Yeah. Poor Brian didn't get his way. (laughs) Didn't get his way. Now he wants you to go home. Mm. So as if 2020 couldn't fuck with us enough, right? Right. Did you hear what happened? Did you hear what happened? What happened? I'm sure I heard what happened, but tell me what there's happened. A, there's so a I little can... television show that I love to watch. I love to watch. I'm talking about Quet or Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's oh, ending yeah. after 20 years on television. It was on E! Television, I think, the whole time. And I've watched every single episode. I will say I was a late comer. Probably I was about five years into it, and then I started okay. watching it. But then I, you know, I got caught up or watched it on whatever that was before so, streaming service made me for the people who don't know who the Kardashians are. Mm-hmm. It's the two that listen. To let's do a little like just quick breakdown of who they are, why they're a thing. Right. So Kim Kardashian's father was uh, Robert Kardashian, Robert Kardashian right? who helped defend OJ Simpson in the, in his trial. So he was famous. His wife, Chris, <laughs> was also famous and they had children, Chloe, Kim, and Courtney. <laughs> and Kim Kardashian became kind of famous because she had a sex tape. This is kind of back in the early 2000s when sex tapes were all the rage. Oh yeah, and, everyone had uh, a sex Paris tape. Did. Anyone who's anyone has a Lohan. sex tape. And so, but what they did as a family kind of was to tap into that via the show Keeping up with our Kardashians, which was very much a kind of a play almost on like an Ozzy and Harriet or All My Sons or uh, kind of those old 1950s shows, My Two Dads, which isn't 1950s, but kind of that play on that, like, oh, we're going to keep up with the Johnsons, keeping up with people that are have more than us. So they kind of turned that into a brand, right? They, they became famous for being famous. Right. And, and people are like, well, and, and like now, 20 years later, they've done this show, but the show isn't really serving them anymore in any way of like garnering maybe new fans or garnering more views. They don't make enough money to do, you know, to have that intrusiveness into their family. They're just like, well, it's the cost benefit because they're making more money on Snapchat, on Instagram, on TikTok. Businesses. Or businesses. And, and so- they really have transformed how people become famous, stay famous, and make money. And somebody I was reading or saw compared to like, well, they really, it's like black and white television or communication with a cell phone versus a landline versus a cell phone versus, you know what I mean? Like when they started it, it's really like the horse and buggy of becoming famous is kind of how they started it. And now they're yeah. in like the, the most, the fastest way to travel. So they've really done a good job of doing that. And they really captured, you know, the three sisters. Like I said, Little Women was very popular back in the day, 18, 1900s, 1900s. And so I just think it's interesting that they're going off the air. I'm happy for them if they, you know, you feel like you know them, but you don't really because it's all manufactured, which I do understand, which is why it's entertainment, entertainment television. I'm going to miss them. And I think they did a good job. They had a lot of fun watching it. I'm sorry for your loss. I know, right? So, so Caitlyn Jenner was married to Robert Kardashian's wife, right? Because uh, I haven't Chris. seen the show, and 
I only know from just the ethers of Kardashian-ness. Right, but they're famous enough that you know who they are, right? Yeah. And you know enough about... Right, exactly. So that's so how Robert they, Kardashian died, right? And then Chris Chris Kardashian married Bruce Jenner, who became Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. And they had Kylie Kylie Jenner, or is she part of the original? Or did they change their names? I don't know. This is where I need you to help me. Well, I mean, I didn't really want to get into that part of the whole thing. I just wanted to talk. I mean, we can, but I, I, I might just have say, twenty I years say, of. Binging to do. Absolutely. Well, then I don't want to ruin everything for you. You Uh, know what I mean? No spoilers. Actually, I don't want to binge 20 years of the Kardashians. I don't even know what that would look like. That would be terrible. That would be detrimental to my mental health, I think. Consuming it piecemeal the way I have is, I think, a better way to do it. I think reading a Wikipedia article is a better way to do it. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that too. For you, watching it. And having that bring a bit of enjoyment to your life is a great yeah. thing. So I'm sorry. I mean, that- you know, it's just it's just cute. It's just it's romanticizes kind of that sistery bond, and you know, you kind of wish you had that with in your families. Even if they do fight, they get back together. Even if they do get mad at each other and throw milk around or whatever, they get back together. You know what I mean? It's about family, and sometimes when people like myself or maybe you or whoever that don't get along with their family, it does present kind of an idea idealized version of it and you think it's real because they're real people even though again it's all manufactured i'm not stupid (laughs) about 10 years ago maybe maybe eight years ago the writers of keeping up the kardashians petitioned so that they could be nominated for emmys yeah (laughs) so it is it is like obviously totally made up and if you watch the show if they want to talk about if they want to talk about their skincare line the the through line of the story will be Courtney in the bathroom going, oh, my pores are so big. I don't know what to do. And, oh, I have this adult acne and I can't help it and blah, blah. That's like a storyline that's weaved throughout the whole season of that show. And at the end of the show, they come out with a skincare line. So they're not yeah. stupid. Like, they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they're all kind of quite wealthy and have been doing quite well for themselves. Absolutely. Kim is married to Kanye, right? Yes. And that's and some interesting so, footage lately of them, him being a little crazy. He but. is a little crazy, but he's running for president. You can write him. Or he's actually on balance. So he's Kim might out. be the next um, first lady. I, I should She'd probably uh, do a good job. I wonder what that would be like, you know, but then people were like, I wonder what Trump would be like. Really, I don't want to find out what Kanye would be like at this point. I can't imagine he'd do worse, but maybe. I think we'd all have really great shoes. Oh, I did see the Yeezys are coming out for Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> They're like $220. How much? Did, what's the most you spent on shoes? Um, I just spent like $60 on some running shoes. And that's yeah. probably the most I've spent on shoes. Ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got these $180 shoes the other day from Adidas. They're the new Boosts. But I got a pass to the store, so I did only have to pay half price. But it was, that's probably the most expensive Actually, shoes I've ever bought. Yeah, I think I've spent $90 on shoes. Yeah. And that's probably the most because I don't like spending. But now that I'm a member of, clothes. I'm the member of the creative club because we have a podcast. You, you could be a member too. Uh, I've been a uh, member of the creative club for a long, it, long time. Creative club of, for Adidas. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You can, you can get an employee. You can go to the employee store and have fun. So, oh. Anyways, oh, it's kind of cool. Let's do that. Yeah, I already did. So I saw a thing on the internet. Mm, something funny? Something 
sad. Uh, yeah, so it's just kind of weird. So, you know how like you're on Twitter or whatever and there's always like the clickbait crap, you know, and you yes. click it and then you have to like, it's just pictures of stupid descriptions and it's dumb and it sucks you and you're like, oh my God, I just spent like 45 minutes. And you're clicking wasting next. Wasting my life. You click next, next and then that stupid ad comes up and then you click next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate those. Yeah. I stop so about two in because I get pissed off about it. Go ahead. So this one was like, blah, 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 stupid random facts. If you go to the KFC Twitter page, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at their follows, who they follow, they follow all five Spice Girls and six dudes named Herb. That's not true. That's it's true. So true. That's so true. I got to look. I went and verified. So all five spices. And six yeah, herbs. spices and six herbs and five spices. Oh my god, that's hilarious! That is re- that is really funny. Have you seen the Wendy's Twitter account? No. Oh, when you have time, go into that suckhole of a day because they like will tweet things where the guys like this guy was like, "How do you have fresh meat? It has to come to you frozen." I've worked at a McDonald's. I know that fresh that frozen is, and they're like tweeted back to him like. Mm, where do you keep things that aren't frozen, but aren't can't be on the counter? It's okay. We'll forgive you that you forgot what refrigerators were for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically will troll people back. They're just really funny. Yeah, that that KFC Ow. one is funny. <laughs> I was just looking at yeah. I hope they'll take you take your turn at Spirit Halloween after the stink of this tweet gets off your costume. Is that Wendy's? Uh, yeah, Wendy's. I, I guess they just burn everyone. I like that. Yeah, I I think you would like it, but it's clever, so. I follow a Twitter page <laughs> that's like the the National like Bollard Association. Baller? Bollard. Oh, Bollard. So you know what a Bollard is, right? I don't. Like, Maybe I don't. So, you know when you're on the sidewalk and they don't want you to drive somewhere, so they put these big, like, little posts? Stupid posts. For st- stupid, so pe- posts. stupid people that wander yeah. in traffic. <laughs> stupid, buggery, ugly traffic wardens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just tax the stupid people. Just tax the stupid people. Um, yeah, so bollards, yeah, they're just those little... Okay, now like, I know. They're usually, like, three feet high, and they just prevent cars from driving on places where they shouldn't go. And so there's a whole Twitter page that just like retweets like bollards. It's like, look at this fancy bollard. Oh, oh, so it's just pictures of bollards. It's just pictures of bollards with like, oh, commenting on this bollard. It's a very nice bollard. And so I, I was um, going on a little hike around the neighborhood, and I was like, found some bollards, kind of like in this weird secret trail. And so I was tweeting them, be like, hey, bollard association, check out my bollards. Bollards spring up like mushrooms in Portland. Wow. What, um, what, what's your, is that your Twitter, like Ryan one or beat press? Uh, I think it was beat press. Okay. Damn it. I missed it. World Bollard Association at World Bollard. The official Twitter account of the World Bollard Bollard Association. 24-7 support at 800 Bollard. So. Uh, sorry, that was random, but it makes me laugh. Do they have a podcast, the Bollard Association? They should. Maybe we can have them on our podcast. We should reach out to them. Yeah, we'll at them on something. Come say hi, bollards. Because a lot of people have podcasts now, right? Everyone has a podcast. Sarah Silverman has a podcast. I know. I actually really, I did. Have you listened to the Sarah Silverman one or watched it at all? 
Do you have time? Do you do anything besides? I do not listen to podcasts at all. I'm right? going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time for that. I mean, you, you could. You there is time, but you devoted something else, right? Yeah, like masturbating, know. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. masturbating. Yeah. Um, who else has one? Brienne, Brie, Brie, Michelle Obama has one. Yeah, wow, that's a lot of people with podcasts. Brene Brown has two now. I don't think the super famous people should have a podcast. I don't think Sarah Silverman should have a podcast. I don't think Hillary Clinton should have a podcast or Michelle Obama. Why? Because they can make a phone call and be on any show, be interviewed anywhere, or have a show, have a platform. They're already platformed. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I saw the magic of podcasts being like someone that is a writer who has a point of view who's not a world famous person can get their information to the masses or people like you and me that mm-hmm. are just randos can have a podcast and not. So now like people fighting for attention are famous people that are already platformed. Right. That are stealing attention from the people who don't have voices um, in other media. I think I, I, can see what you're saying for sure. I think we had that happen, especially in the voiceover community when voiceover actors started losing their jobs to famous people because Jerry Seinfeld wanted to be a B or whatever. You know what I mean? And these people that have oh, been yeah. doing acting a voiceover acting for years, the chick from, from a uh, little mermaid was like, I- I'm not famous in that way. But if I say, if I do my voice in the middle of the dining room at golden corral, people know who I am because I'm the voice of the Little Mermaid, but you don't know my real name. Right. There are people like that. And so I see what you're saying about the podcast being, I think sometimes people with that platform already, I think especially like a Dax Shepard. Do you know who that is? Kristen. Uh, no, really. Chenoweth? Uh, I know. I want to say that. <laughs> I know all the good ones. Kristen Bell. <laughs> Kristen okay. Bell's husband. And he's, he's a famous, he's an actor too, but he kind of has... He has a podcast, but he has people on that he really admires and maybe gives them a platform to speak on his platform. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't necessarily use it for self-aggrandization. He uses it to shine a light on people like us or someone like, not a rando, but somebody that people haven't heard of. You know, he doesn't talk to just other famous people. I mean, I don't think he's a total famous person. Maybe he's more famous than I (laughs) think he is but you know it seems like if you have a certain level of fame you could Mm -hmm. you could get on other platforms that people like me and you would not have access to and interview other people or platform other people through you know a talk show or something like that that's just my thoughts yeah no and i I agree with some of that yeah i think that podcasts though are like things that we listen to in the car and we listen to on the bus and so it is an earworm that we we hopefully can do pretty well. And that, you know, whatever platforms are going to come along, people are going to try to bastardize it for sure. Yeah. Well, it's like YouTube also. You know, a lot of people are independent creators or, you know, have independent media or information or just entertainment or whatever on YouTube, you know. Stupid <laughs> channels. And there are so many of them, but there's also like, oh, yeah, like Fox News has... Their YouTube and MS and MSNBC, NBC, CNN, Chris Saliza, you know, people on YouTube that that are news channels essentially. Yeah, and 
And how is YouTube like pushing that content out to people? If I'm looking for something on an independent platform, are they feeding me? Oh yeah. Well, here's what CNN has to say about it. Here's what corporations have to say about it. Or is it just like, here's what independent creators have to say about it. And some regards makes it harder to find the independent voices in the mass media, kind of corporate media um, saturation of things. Right. Yeah. But I just like everything macerated for me and fed to me. You know what I mean? You do. I just want CNN to, can CNN do my breakfast order? They can. (laughs) So I have a customer story. I know that we talk about customers sometimes on this podcast. So a woman comes up. Again, we talked about how we don't want to be like a restaurant. We're going to be like a food hall and like we serve you your food. We have like a salad and she wanted us to toss the salad for her. And I'm just like, I go just pour the dressing in and shake it up. And she was like standing there looking at me and at the counter, people behind her, she opened it up and she's like, so I just pour the dress. Like I just do it. Like, how do I? And I'm just like, that's what my 13 year old nephew does when he wants to pretend like he doesn't know how to do something. So you'll just do it for him. But you're like 62. So I need you to like figure out how to toss your own salad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, it was just funny. Hi maintenance. Hi maintenance. I love customers. When I worked at elephants, when I was doing the soup Mm. and it was, you know, you have to stir the soup. Like, you know, you know how to, you're trained, highly trained to stir the soup. Get it from the bottom. Well, you sort of like do like a circular thing so it's all kind of floating around and then you scoop it out into the little mm-hmm. cups. And the yeah. customer's like, um, can you scoop? Can you do this play? Because I want some of this stuff in it. And I'm like, I'm a highly paid soup stirring professional. Yeah. I know how to stir the soup. I don't come you to don't your to, I don't yeah, come, I don't to, come your to your jobs job and, and s- knock the dicks out of your mouth. Ooh. Yeah, you whore. Talk about hacky. What? Yeah. I need a show. Yeah, toss your own salad, woman. <laughs> All righty. Well, I have nothing else to say except for it's been such a treat getting together finally to talk with my good friend Pete. Dear friend Peter. My dear old, friend old, Ryan. Old, 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 old friend. Well, thank you, Ryan. I had a really good time and I miss you a lot. And I hope your thank you, Noah. work is going well. Thank you, Noah, our producer and editor and sound engineer. Thank you, Carmela and Alex. And uh, we'll see everyone next week. Have a earned two weeks. Have a great two weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.